1: Life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective.
0: 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Here we are in the 21st century, and you might have heard reflections from those who've said, Well, certainly in an enlightened day such as this, we wouldn't have such things as wars. And then comes the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So many are asking, Why is this happening? And as Christians, We suspect that we have some pretty deep and reliable insight that comes from the Bible. Well, let's talk war, justice, evil, and Christian faith today. Bill Muhlenberg's been writing about this. Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020 great to be back bill in a day and age like this a lot of people who are very secular minded think there couldn't be such things because hey hasn't everything developed in such a way that you wouldn't have to have wars anymore but then mm-hmm. here we are we've got another yeah. one yeah yeah well certainly
1: the whole kind of uh, quest of the last several hundred years you know we can live without god we can find uh, peace on earth, uh, progress, everything's getting better and better, science and technology and our new enlightened way of looking at things without God, that will just all make things quite nice. Uh, But of course, uh, well, actually it's the other way around, when we try to live without God, we end up with uh, things getting much worse. So, uh, uh, yeah, wars are with us, and Jesus said wars will always be with us, and rumors of wars, and we're certainly seeing that of late.
0: Bill, let's see if we can dig a little deeper below the surface and a thought or two on how we might respond as Christian believers to the great evils of our age and even great carnage as we're seeing missiles destroying apartment blocks, civilians and soldiers being killed. Uh, How do you think we respond?
1: Yes, well, plenty can be said. Whole libraries exist on this issue. In my recent piece, I looked at two aspects of how we respond. Uh, In my readings in Deuteronomy, I've been seeing... uh, Uh, passages where God's people say, Lord, why is this happening? Why is this going on? And so I mentioned that there's a good dozen or more of these kinds of questions found in the Old Testament, often Jeremiah as well. And basically the gist is why is this happening well it's because people have forgotten God it's because people have stopped obeying the Lord that all this is happening and sometimes it is God's judgment uh, because Israel has forgotten its covenant obligations has been disobedient God actually raised up pagan nations to bring judgment on them so the good thing back then, they had the prophetic word God was telling them exactly what's going on. This is why this is happening. So uh, today, of course, we don't have the same clear, inerrant, prophetic word. So we have to be a bit more cautious here, but God is concerned about nations. He is Involved even today in the affairs of men. And that includes, well, maybe raising up one nation against another because we don't have that same clear prophetic insight. We can't say for certain that this or that is happening for a given reason, but we can at least believe that God is somehow in the mix. We can certainly keep praying and we can certainly keep asking God for his wisdom on what's going on
0: Bill, as Christians, we certainly appreciate the thought that uh, we're called to love our enemies. And yet when there is war, uh, we're obviously going to be taking sides. Uh, Any thoughts here on how you cope with that? And is there any scripture uh, foundations we can find in the Bible? Yes, well, plenty of scripture, actually. It's interesting, as I may have
1: mentioned, I've been reading through Deuteronomy and... uh, what was it I think Deuteronomy 24 uh, was actually all about rules and going into warfare at least for ancient Israel if you're going to fight and do battle and God did command Israel to do that Uh, here are some basic rules to make it uh, as much as you can make warfare just and uh, uh, a little bit more moral so anyways that's interesting that's there But uh, there's other kinds of things. Uh, The Bible all throughout talks about enemies and those who are enemies and those who are giving us grief. It could be personal enemies. It could be King David's enemies, you know, being chased around the countryside, whether by Saul or others. So actually, we have this very interesting thing in Scripture, in the Psalms, what we call the imprecatory psalms.
0: There's a bunch of them, actually. Bill, let's pause on that because my suspicion is, for some listeners, they've never heard that terminology. What is an imprecatory (laughs) psalm? Yes, well, happy to answer. It's actually a subset
1: of uh, another category which may be a bit more easy to digest, the lament psalms. You know, lamentation, lamenting life, so actually the interesting thing, the majority, the biggest hunk of psalms, remember there's 150, the biggest hunk is the lament psalms, you know, God, why is all this suffering happening, why are my enemies chasing me, so lament's important but one subset of this is the imprecatory psalm. That is, well, an imprecation is actually a curse. So sometimes you'll find in the psalms, King David or others praying a curse on their enemies. They will say, Lord, why don't you smite these guys? They're giving me such a hard time. They've been doing all these evil things. Please, God, act on my behalf. Show justice, show vindication. Now, the interesting thing about these psalms, uh, almost always when the psalmist says, "'My enemies are giving me a hard time,' Uh, almost always they happen to be God's enemies as well. In other words, it's not just this personal, you know, oh, I'm having a hard time with my next-door neighbor. Their dogs are always barking. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's not a personal plea for personal vengeance, but it's saying, God, your enemies seem to be getting away with murder, and your enemies have become my enemies so I'm praying, God, please move, please act, please do something to deal with these enemies, whether it's, you know, letting their plans be foiled, right? Uh, if you got a bomb maker in today's image, you know, ready to get a bomb and kill a whole bunch of innocent men, women, and children, well, the prayer would be, Lord, let their bomb explode on them. Don't let it kill women and children. So it's a prayer for God to move to act justly, to prevent great evil, to stop these evil people from carrying out their evil plans. And even though many Christians today are squeamish about things like the imprecatory Psalms, well, they're there, for one. For two, they're actually sometimes quoted by Jesus and others in the New Testament. And so, as such, uh, well, Christians can pray Imprecatory Psalms. If you're convinced, as many would be, that Putin is not right to be at least bombing uh, Ukrainian women and children, and there's some things that are just not on here, despite all the political and historical things we could discuss, well, in that case, then the Christian today could say, you know, Lord, uh, stop Putin from causing more harm, certainly a more a very clear-cut case, obviously, would be in the Second World War. Lord, stop Hitler and the Nazis from destroying the Jewish people. Stop Hitler and the Nazis from taking over all of Europe, right? So those would be, I guess, contemporary applications
0: of how we would pray the imprecatory psalms. Are we often too diplomatic in our mm. prayers and we might pray for a divine inter- intervention Whereas we understand those imprecatory psalms, if we've identified the enemy to pray God's wrath on the enemy? Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, again, it's God and his justice, so it's not so much a question of, Bill, you're you're angry, you're upset, and you're praying vengeance on your enemies. And by the way, I pray these kind of psalms for right here today in Australia. Uh, as you know, Victoria has had its problems with somebody like Dan Andrews, not just the two years of hardship that government uh, responses to COVID have brought about, but everything. I mean, just now they're legalizing prostitution. They've been banning prayer for those wanting out of homosexuality. They actually banned uh, Christmas carols at one point, the uh, strong pro-abortion laws that have been passed, the strong pro-euthanasia. You can go through a whole list of ungodly and really evil things that even just Dan Andrews in Victoria alone has been doing. So you can pray for those kind of leaders. My general prayer is often a two-part prayer. Lord, improve or remove. Either get them wonderfully saved and hopefully he'll stop all this evil or one way or another, uh, move him out of the way, get him out of the picture. So in that sense, that's kind of an imprecatory psalm. You're saying, Lord, don't let this evil continue. Act now on behalf of your people. Do something that will cause this to backfire, let them be ensnared in their own traps. Uh, Again, the kinds of general emphases you find in the imprecatory psalms, I think we can pray that today for various rulers, uh, some of whom seem to be much more evil and
0: ungodly than others. Good insights, Bill. The thought that we might pray for our enemies, even love our enemies, When it comes to those enemies that are enemies of our families, enemies of the state, enemies internationally, uh, there is a sense here in which there is biblical wisdom about how we might uh, turn our thoughts to God in prayer uh, to do away with our enemies. Uh, Important information and uh, perhaps some food for thought for listeners who might want to chew over some of those sorts of thoughts. Let me point listeners to this latest article we're talking about from Bill Muhlenberg. It's called War, Justice, Evil and Christian Faith. You'll be able to find that at BillMuhlenberg.com. Simply Google Culture Watch, one word. Bill, uh, always appreciate your insights. Thanks so much for joining us once again today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to
1: vision.org.au.